Hello, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Josie, and today we're going to be talking about a well-known poet, John Clare. John Clare was born on July 13, 1793, in Helpston, United Kingdom. He was born into an illiterate family of Park and Anne Stimson Clare. John started work at age seven herding sheep and geese. This later on encouraged his love of poetry. When he met Mary Baines, he would enjoy listening to her singing and he would memorize the songs, which later helped him with his rhymes. At age 12, he was sent to plow for local farmers. Due to being out in the open so long for days on end, he got malaria. Once he recovered, he went back to plowing and started to go to school in the evenings. In 1806, he began working at a tavern called Bluebell. On his way into town one day, he ran into a woman named Mary Joyce. They instantly connected as they both enjoyed the idea of the supernatural. Mary Joyce came from a very wealthy family, which tore the two apart very quickly, seeing as John Clare was poor and worked very hard to support him and his family. Mary is a mysterious person. She is only known for how John described her in his poems. After Mary Joyce's father made her stop seeing John, he quickly fell back into his own loneliness. In his later years, he met Martha and did love her, but not as much as he loved Mary Joyce. They got married around a week after John found out Martha was pregnant in 1820. This was the first of three kids they would have together. Eliza Louisa was the oldest, followed by Anne Maria, and lastly, William Parker. Soon after they were married, he wrote his first book, Poem Descriptive of Rural Life and Scenery. John Clare's writing focused on his feelings and personal experience. This attracted many fans. Among those fans were some very wealthy ones who provided him with the funds to produce more writings. This allowed him and his wife to live happily for years. His next two writings, however, did not do well, causing them to fall back into financial problems. As he grew older, his mental health deteriorated very quickly. He was checked into High Beach Asylum in 1837. Even though the asylum was more pleasant than most, John still became homesick in July 1841 and escaped. The journey home for him was very strugglesome, as said in a journal of his. On his 80-mile walk, he became so hungry that he was forced to eat grass. He was doing all of this with his imaginary wife, Mary Clare. By the end of 1841, he was declared certified insane. The last 25 years of his life were spent in St. Andrew's Asylum, Northampton. This is where he is said to have done some of his best writing. John passed away on May 20th, 1864, at age 70. As far as poetry goes, John Clare was influenced by Mary Baines singing from when he was younger and The Seasons, a book by James Thomas. John's poetry falls in the naturalist genre due to the fact that a lot of his poems focus on the nature and or the dark side of life. He was often called a peasant poet because he was on the less fortunate side of society. This inspired other poor people with harder lives to follow their dreams of becoming a poet. Since he didn't let his life situations ruin his dreams, it helps them become more confident seeing someone in their situation be more confident. He overall was able to show the world a small glimpse of the life of someone in a hard situation, which also inspired people because they were finally seeing someone succeed that is just like them. Now let's jump into one of his amazing poems and analyze it. Today we are going to be analyzing the poem First Love. John Clare's poem First Love explores the evolution of two people with a one-sided relationship. 
At first glance at the title, you would believe that it was about a man and his first love. A happy story. But as you continue to read, you will learn that his first love did not go the way he had hoped. The poet sees a woman who, in his eyes, has a face like a sweet flower and falls in love with her instantly. He is so overwhelmed by his emotions that he felt paralyzed, not being able to move or talk. He tries to send the woman a message through his eyes. He feels she receives it and gives her his heart. The author's diction on love, how it is so sweet yet so painful when you give your heart to someone who doesn't deserve it, put an added emphasis on how much this woman meant to the poet. The poet has three major tone shifts in the poem. In the first stanza, he is baffled by the woman he sees. In the second stanza, it is in a manner of longing for the woman. And in the third stanza, he is melancholy and upset over the fact that the woman now holds his heart and doesn't feel the same. These shifts also convey the tone of the poet as being excited but then upset, and the mood that the author wants to convey to the readers is empathy and warning to be cautious of who you give your heart to. This also ties into the moral that the poet wants to give to his reader, which is to be careful who you trust with your heart because it can be so hard to get it back and to move on. Thank you for listening on this fun-filled time while we discuss John Clare, and I hope to see you next time.